So AI wasn't AI. Everything that we thought was AI, like Jasper um, and all of these content creating things, um, these are al algorithms, which AI is, but it's not what chat GPT is. Hello and welcome to another episode of Mortgage Influencers, where we bring you professionals who share insight into the latest trends, tips, industry technology, and services to help you be a mortgage influencer in your mortgage business. It's, uh, it's Wednesday, so that means it is Mortgage Influencers Day. My name is Ginger Bell. I have Scott Shang with me today. Hello, everyone. How are you guys doing? We are going to let you get logged in. For those of you who are watching us live on our stream on Facebook, hello. Now, I know you're going to have questions today. Um, so if you do have questions, go ahead and type them into the Q&A box. And I'm going to set this up because normally we'll have a guest on Scott and there's so much content that you're putting out there and so much discovery you're having about AI, AI that we decided once a month that Scott and I are just going to dive into really unpacking something that y'all need to know about. And so the chat GPT is where we're at today. Scott, you started into this. Now, I didn't realize I was doing some research on it yesterday for a webinar I was doing for Arch. and the whole chat GPT came out November of 2022. Yeah. So it's new. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's really new. new, but yeah. not AI is not new because I've been using Jasper for some time. Um, well, so AI is not new, but chat GPT is new. So I'm going to let you just dive right into this. Yeah, for those of you who are on who don't know Scott, Scott Chang is an influencer in the industry, has been writing content um, for the mortgage industry for the past 20 years um, and, and is such an amazing uh, contributor to everything that you do, Scott, in really making our industry so much better. So, uh, so thank um, you for that. And I'm excited, so I'll let you hop in. So I am going to go through quite a bit of information very, very quickly. I'm going to try <laughs> to bang this out in 20 minutes. The fire hose, we're ready for so the fire that, hose. So that we can do it. So some of it is fire hose, some of it isn't. And I'm going to break my cardinal rule. I don't usually like just saying what something can do. I like showing people how to actually use it. Yeah. We're not going to get to that today, but we are going to absolutely open up this can of worms and we're going to let them <laughs> scramble all over the place. And, and trust me, there's so much good stuff that we have coming up. But I, I've, I also realized that a lot of people have heard of this. Like you said, it came out in November, 2022. Um, and, uh, oops, it's, I'm going to have to click this. There we go. So here's my nerd alert. Here's a brief overview of AI. So AI wasn't AI. Everything that we thought was AI, like Jasper um, and all of these content creating things, um, these are al algorithms, which AI is, but it's not what ChatGPT is. ChatGPT is a completely different animal. And what this is, is this is, so this is a little nerdy. I'll go by this quick. It's called natural language processing. And what that means is that means that if you ask it a question in your normal voice, it can understand the context of what you are trying to say. 
And Google calls this an observational algorithm. So it's going out and it's looking at the database. It's trying to figure out what you are asking for. It's observing all of the answers and then it's replying in a natural language. The other thing you're going to hear is large language model. And what large language models are is it just means that this system literally has billions of data points that it's drawing from. So what AI is, is a large set of data that has an algorithm that's designed to observe the data and then talk to you in your normal, in like a normal language. So what is ChatGPT? So ChatGPT is a chatbot. So it's a little chatbot that you can type into the bar and you can ask it questions and stuff. And it has access to billions of data points. So what I believe it is, so ChatGPT is owned by a company called OpenAI. And, and the what they did is they made this available for all of us to play with. I think a lot of the pushback by the Elon Musks and the, and the Bill Gates and, oh, we don't know what this thing is doing. I think they're upset that they're not getting first market advantage <laughs> because this is letting all developers and all engineers look at this technology and figure out ways to use it. So what ChatGPT is just this chatbot. It has data up to September 2021. And I think it's just a snapshot of Google searches over a period of time. Uh, and what you do is you ask it natural language questions, it observes all of the data points, and then it comes back, it applies reasoning, logic, and context to your question, and then it responds. So here's what ChatGPT is not. It is not smart. Okay, it's not an intelligent thing. It is a trained algorithm. Human beings programmed an algorithm to say, what, look at this, compare it to this database, look at it this way. And so as a trained algorithm, ChatGPT is a specific use of this AI technology, and it's only being fed through chat, but the technology can actually be used. You can feed it any data set, and then you can train it to engage with that data set and return quest, return answers. So an example is um, there's actually a, a service out there that I use. Um, it's called, ooh, I don't remember what it's called, Chatbase. So it's called Chatbase, and it allows you to upload PDFs or connect a website, and it'll only use that as the source material. So we've actually used this on the vetted VA website. We uploaded the, um, the VA underwriting guidelines to this chatbot, and then you can ask it questions, and it'll pull up the underwriting guidelines. So think of like HR manuals and operations manuals or sales materials. You load it with all this data, you're, you're, somebody can go in and just say, hey, do you have a flyer for an open house this weekend? It'll go to the database and it'll say, sure, Ginger, here's a flyer. Would you like me to recommend three different ways to promote your open house this weekend? Like you can tell it to do that kind of stuff. It's not creative. It does what you ask. And that's kind of the important, that's one of the important things that I'm seeing a lot of people are using it kind of as a search engine. Uh, it's not always right. Uh, it hallucinates is the what the word that we <laughs> use about it. Um, but it will make stuff up. I've had it make up make up some crazy stuff. Um, but it sounded really, really convincing. But uh -huh. it was wrong. 
Uh, so you, so for that reason, you don't want to use chat GPT to push stuff out there that you don't have any knowledge about. Like you, you wouldn't have it do, you know, how to do do it yourself heart surgery. You know, you wouldn't know. First of all, I wouldn't do who do it yourself heart yeah. surgery. But yeah. You wouldn't know if it's telling you the right thing, right? Don't <laughs> snip that wire, snip the other wire. Probably not a big YouTube channel to start, but yeah. The other thing is it's not connected to the internet. So it's not live. It doesn't have live information. It doesn't know anything that happened after September 2021. Um, I don't even think it knows about COVID. So there's a lot of things that it doesn't have. Wow. So, but the result is that you get this superhuman response. Like, so this is a little experiment. So I want to kind of show you guys from a, a, a high level, some ways that this works. So I wrote this based on the information you give it, you receive its best guess at what it thinks you're asking for. It feels superhuman because it accesses billions of data points in milliseconds and it speaks in a plain language. Okay. So here's my experiment. Cool. Can you say that better? So I go to chat GPT and I said, I'm trying to describe how chat GPT seems superhuman. This is how I describe it. And it's that text based on the information you give it. Can you rewrite this to make my point a little more clear? And it comes back and it says, ChatGPT appears to possess superhuman capabilities due to its remarkable ability to process and analyze vast amounts of data within milliseconds. By interpreting the information provided, it generates highly accurate and relevant responses in a comprehensible everyday language. This remarkable speed and fluency creates the illusion of a superhuman intelligence at work. So pretty good, right? Now, what I can also do is I can say, now, can you write this at an eighth grade reading level? <laughs> and it says, chat GPT seems almost like it has superpowers because it can quickly look at large amounts of information, give you a clear answer in no time. It uses everyday words to make it easy to understand, making it seem incredibly smart and fast. So you see what it's doing? It's just taking what I told it and it's doing it. So then I said, now act like a computer professor at a community college, explaining this to young adults that have already been in your class for half the year. All right, class, by now you're familiar with ChatGPT and advanced AI language model. It appears quite impressive, doesn't it? This is primarily due to its ability to rapidly process and analyze enormous quantities of data. When providing uh, when providing it with a, a query, ChatGPT can generate well-informed and relevant responses in a matter of milliseconds. Additionally, it communicates using clear and plain language, which contributes to its perceived intelligence. Okay. Keep in mind that while it seems human, it's actually the result of complex algorithms, vast training data, which enables it to generate such accurate and coherent service uh, responses. As we progress in our studies, we'll delve deeper into the mechanics behind this remarkable technology. So it's saying things that I didn't tell it. Yep. Right. It, but it knows that because it kind of knows itself. And then let's have some fun. Now explain it to <laughs> Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yo, yo, check it out. My peeps, Chad GPT is like super dope AI, you dig? 
It's got mad skills when it comes to processing a whole lot of info real quick. You hit it up with a question and it'd be like, for shizzle, here's the answer you're looking for, homie. It knows how to break it down in simple words. So it's easy for everyone to vibe with. No doubt. It's like chat GPT's got some superhuman powers, but it's all just some crazy smart tech doing its thing. You know what I'm saying? So keep it real and give props to the geeks behind the scenes, making it all happen. Peace. <laughs> so okay. Honestly, How that brings we... it all into perspective. <laughs> and when you when you look at that, so yes. I mean it's so, like before you get into getting started, I just kind of want to unpack this a little bit. If you guys have questions, <laughs> which I'm sure it's like your mind is going crazy, type them in the QA if you're on our Zoom meeting, if you're on our Facebook, type it in there. So it is so it's nothing more than just a place to type in a question. That's the first thing that yes. kind of threw me. It's like because yes. I and so I didn't realize Jasper and ChatGPT were like so far apart. You know, Jasper I use for writing, for rewriting, you know, training and things like that. With ChatGPT, you just have a bar. It's like you're typing something into Google. Nothing more than that. And you have to be very specific about the instructions you give it yes. about what you want back, which you did. And that's the whole thing. It's like, okay, you took the information and that's what you can do. So take a piece of work, you know, say, and let's just say you're doing a video and you're wanting to write a video script. Yep. So, you know, write up what you want. Um, you know, you're going to do a script, you know, talking about VA and, uh, you know, no loan limits. Let's just say, use that as an example. So you're going to put that in there and then you can do the different things like what you asked, right? To where it's like, okay, now write that like you're talking to an eighth grader. Now write that like you're, it's like, so those are all, and, and here's the question I have. So you start with the first, okay, now they have this. So all you have to do is just type in there with that same information they've given you. So just say, so now take that information and write it like Snoop Dogg. So you don't have to yeah. start all over again. Or write it write it more clearly. So what, one of the things that I did, um, and I've done a bunch of videos on this on my, um, on my YouTube channel. The last one I did is uh, UWM announced a 1% conventional mortgage. And so I literally took their bullet points off of their page on the site. I copied and pasted it. And I said, explain this in these ways. I, actually, I said, um, you're the head of a marketing department, and we need to do a launch strategy for this new product. Here's the guidelines for the product. I want you to tell, give me an outline of how to launch this thing in the next two weeks so that we can be first to market. And it gave me a bunch of, and it gave me a bunch of ideas, but it took the guidelines and it turned it into content that we could use and how to different and how to promote it. Um, when another video that I did is you can literally take your chat transcript from YouTube, click the three little dots underneath the lower right-hand corner of your YouTube video, and you get a transcript with timestamps. You literally copy and paste that, put it in chat GPT, and ask it to write a unique 500-word blog post, SEO optimized for these keywords. Um, here's the source material. And so now it's writing it in your voice because you're the one that's doing the transcript, and it, and it does it in an amazing way. So there's some really, really interesting things that, that, that we're doing. And because of this, and then there was another, um, you know, Scott Nicholson. So mm -hmm. Scott Nicholson uh, 
wanted me to start doing a, a 101. So I've been geeking out for the last three months on this. And a lot of my examples and my experiments are pretty advanced with advanced prompting and stuff, because that's just how my brain works. I'm going backwards and I'm going to start here and I'm going to slowly build on all the different ways and strategies on how to use this in really super practical application. I'll share a few ways you can use it at the end of this, but this is really, I just want everybody to understand what it is. I want everybody to understand what it's not. And I'm going to give you some examples of um, of what you can do with it. And I also, I'm, I'm, I'm going to discuss the, uh, between the paid and the free, there's a free and there's a paid version and there's a big difference. And I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you the difference between that. So are we ready to That's wrong. know how to go on? Okay. Yep. So it shouldn't be too tough. We gave everybody an opportunity. If you Google it, a lot of different stuff comes up. So this is the URL chat.openai.com. Uh, this is what you're going to see. It's you're going to see a welcome to chat GPT, log on or sign up. You're going to click sign up. You can sign up with your email or you can sign up with Google. Uh, tell us about you. It's going to ask for your name and your birthday. It's going to ask for your phone number and it's going to send you a verification code. You're going to enter in the code and then you're going to be in. Okay, so this is the first screen you're going to see. Now, this is important and read this stuff because this tells you what this is. This is a free research preview. ChatGPT is a research thing. I don't know if ChatGPT will be a product. It's the development of the algorithm. So they're letting the whole world trail uh, train this algorithm. Uh, it says that this is... Well, it doesn't say it this here. Um, it says, don't put any information. It says it will give you bad information. It's not intended to give uh, advice and it may give in uh, uh, misleading information, offensive or biased content. I found some fail safes in it that I'm going to share. That's actually really funny. <laughs> the next screen you're going to see when you click next, it's going to say conversations will be reviewed uh, by our trainers to improve the systems. Uh, please don't share any sensitive information. And then okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop you there <clears throat> because this that's important. So I want you guys to re because we are in an industry where you do have confidential information in here. I want you to remember that because I was and and the reason I stopped you there is I was having a conversation with um, with some coaches, people that do coaching, and there's some personal information, some life coaches, and things like that. And so it's just that whole conversation about, hey, guys, remember this, this is anything you put in here is information that's going to be put into their algorithms, put into this public eye. So I think that's important to remember that as you're putting information in there. So that's the only we, thing I'll say on that. That's my we, compliance app. We, we don't really get into this, but I kind of showed it in the beginning. One of the unique things, so this is the difference between your Jasper and your ChatGPT. ChatGPT remembers everything you've told it. So when you open up a new chat, well, and I'll show you that in a second, um, don't share any of sensitive information. We love your feedback. Um, it's optimized for dialogue. Um, let us know if a particular response is good or bad. So there's uh, there's thumbs up and thumbs down, and then they have comment boxes. So when you use ChatGPT, you're actually participating in the development of this technology. All of our input is helping it to make it better and to help it 
be more human in its response and in its in what it's looking for. I know it's a little bit scary. So this is the login. This is the page. Once you get through that, now you're in ChatGPT. And it gives you some examples here. Uh, it says, explain quantum computing in simple terms. Now, Google's Bard, uh, when they did their experiment with their AI, so they're not using OpenAI. Microsoft is using OpenAI for Bing. Google's using BARD. So Google on their live preview or their video, they asked it what the Hubble telescope does. It gave the wrong answer and they lost a billion dollars in market value overnight because people were like, they're not ready. <laughs> so it's like, so you can ask it this stuff, but if you don't know what quantum computing is, you're not going to have any idea. So I want you to be careful with that. Um, 10 creative ideas for a 10-year-old's birthday party. Oh my God, is it amazing at stuff like that? Like, can you give me a list of 10 things for this? Can you give me 10 blog titles for a article that's about this topic to this audience, right? Um, how do I make an HTTP request? I've actually written code with this. I asked it to write an HTML block for a rating on a five-star system and the stars are gold. And, and it punched out the HTML and I put it in my website and it was there. And I was like, I didn't know how to do that. Um, so there's your chat box on the bottom. Now you're going to see over to the right, uh, whatever, over to the right or left. I don't know how you're seeing this. My left when I'm looking at it, upgrade to plus. So this defaults at what is called chat GPT 3.5 legacy. It's also called 3.5 turbo um, because it's fast. When you click on upgrade to plus, um, here's the difference. This is how you get access to four. And everything I'm showing you today is four. Mm -hmm. um, four has better reasoning. It's more concise. So you see chat GPT-3, the reasoning is three dots. Speed, it's super fast. The conciseness is two. Reasoning on four is five Speed is a little bit slower, but I ha certainly haven't noticed it. So instead of milliseconds, maybe it's a second. <laughs> so um, I'm not that impatient yet. And then conciseness. So basically, it's $20 a month. Uh, you get uh, you get access when there's high demand, when there's new features. So they've actually started developing plugins that are powered by ChatGPT um, and there is a Zapier connection now that will only connect to 3.5. Uh, the, the API for four is only available to advanced computer engineers right now. Um, but for $20 a month, it's 100% worth it. So when you, when you upgrade, what you're going to see is you're going to have a drop-down box now that's going to give you the option of 3.5, uh, old 3.5 or 4. Um, I actually have access to the plugin that has access to the live internet, and it's not very good at all. It catches up a lot. It's very, very early. Um, but you've got to be careful because several times I've started doing prompts and the response is like, that's goofy. And you have to go back and you always have to make sure that you put it on 4. So what's the difference? So I gave it a logic problem and I, and I made this up. Because what I wanted to do is I wanted to give it, I wanted to use the same words that meant different things. So I wrote, uh, and this is 3.5. 
I wrote, there are five bats flying around in a room. You enter the room, look around for something to hit them with, and you see a bat leaning against the wall. Mm -hmm. You grab it and start swinging for the fences. You hit and kill two of them. How many bats are left in the room? <laughs> so, so, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's not a super easy question, um, but it is. Uh, and then so 3.5 said there are still five bats left in the room. This is because the bat you hit and killed was the one you grabbed from the wall, not one of the bats flying around. So even though you killed two bats with your swing, there were still five bats flying around in the room after the incident. I don't know what that means. Chat GPT-4. <laughs> Chat GPT-4 with the exact same question said there are now three bats left in the room. There were originally five bats flying around and you killed two of them with the bat you found. So five minus two equals three bats remaining. So that's fairly accurate, but I still wanted to know if it knew what I was doing. What did I use to kill the bats? You used a bat, a type of club typically used in sports like baseball or cricket to, till, to kill the bats, the flying mammals. Wow. <laughs> but, That's scary. But, but 3.5 said, as an AI language model, I cannot determine what you used to kill the bats as there was no information given. It's possible that you use the bat you grabbed from the wall, or you may have found something else to use as a weapon. However, it's worth noting that harming or killing animals is not <laughs> ethical or recommended. So I'm not super disappointed with that question because there's a little morality coming yeah, out of there. Yeah, and there I think that is. That's, that's very interesting as well. And the reasoning, the reasoning is what's interesting. It's it's not just that they're giving an answer, is that they're the providing the reasoning behind how they came up with that answer, which I find so interesting. I mean, that to me, honestly, Scott blows me away more than anything else, is the reasoning to the answer. Yes. <laughs> it, it, wow. it is absolutely amazing so my recommendation and if you're going to follow my my videos or any training we do here everything i do is in four uh i believe it's important to contribute to this technology and i think it's important to understand this technology and get familiar with it because the reality is is how this is going to be integrated into the world is the algorithm is going to be plugged into other technologies and the other technologies, it's just going to allow you to interface it to access that information. But as it's plugged into these other technologies, the prompts are already done. So the prompts are created in the back end to only address, to, to grab the information and display the information the way that the company that owns the platform wants it to be. So ChatGPT is our ability to see how the sausage is made before everybody starts selling sausages to us. And that's why I think it's important. Well, come up with some ideas too, because how we're using this, where we're using this. And I know that there are people much smarter than I am that will incorporate this into some other things um, to be able to, to really leverage it. So if you guys have been on the internet and seen the mid-journey things, um, mid-journey is an AI platform. It's powered by OpenAI and it creates photorealistic photos from a prompt. 
Now you can use ChatGPT4 to give it the prompt and it gives the, the lens aperture, how far away you are, who's in the shot, where the sunlight is, what time of day it is. And it's creating, Italy, Italy blocked ChatGPT because a bunch of people went and put designer clothes on all the Lord of the Rings uh, uh, characters and Star Wars characters and they got scared and they blocked it from their entire country because it offended their fashion sense. <laughs> and it's really funny. Google that. Google uh, Italy, um, Italy offended by chat GPT or open AI because it's really, really funny. It's all of these characters, photorealistic, wearing designer, designer outfits oh that God. are futuristic designer outfits. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, so that's an example of how the open AI algorithm Rhythm, so the the it the oh, mid journey is already telling it take this prompt and output this in this specific way, and that's a way that it can be used. So I literally use ChatGPT every day for everything. Um, I use it. You can use it to rewrite emails. If you write an email, this is crazy. But here's another thing that you can do: if if like there's an a guideline update. You can put the guideline update in ChatGPT and say, explain this to me like I'm a fifth grader. And it'll tell you what the guideline updates are. But you can write emails. You can write email campaigns. I've asked it to, I've given it a detailed prompt and asked it to write me three emails and two text message campaign. Put the second, put the text message after the first email and the last text message after the last email. And it references what it writes in the other communications. It's really, really good. Uh, it's ideal for SEO optimized titles and descriptions. I'm trying to write an article about this or better yet, you do a video, you copy the free transcript from YouTube, you ask it, what are the SEO keywords in this, in this video? It'll pull it out and say, great, can you give me five options for SEO optimized titles? Uh, for these descriptions. Uh, repurpose videos in a blog post. This is really cool. Take the transcript, write a blog post. It'll create business and marketing plans. Uh, it'll translate into different languages. So you can take something in English and you can say, translate this into Spanish. Now I wanted, I knew I wouldn't have time to do this, but I know Danny's on here. And where's Danny uh, originally from Danny? Puerto Rico? Costa Rica. Costa Rica. No, so, Puerto Rico. So, You're right. He's from Puerto Rico. Okay, Puerto Rico. So like a lot of Spanish accents have a little bit different flavor to their to their thing. So I was curious and I wouldn't know, but I want Danny to do this. Um, put it in there, ask it to translate into Spanish in a Puerto Rican dialect. Uh -huh. And see if it comes back using the words that you're familiar with. I have a feeling that it will. But basically, you guys, anything you can imagine is going to be possible with this. This type of natural language processing, large language model is to the internet what Gutenberg was to the written word. It's going to completely change the way that humanity interfaces with the world's information. And it is important and it's a big deal. So that is what I got. I tried to do it in 30 minutes. You did a great job, my <laughs> friend. You did fantastic. I am blown away that we do not have any questions because I had mentioned some of this 
yesterday when I did my um, branding and video webinar with Art, and I had a lot of people on there that were asking questions about the chat. They're all GPT. logging on <laughs> the chat GPT. So right? I think maybe that's it. Um, and and here's the thing: this is going to be an ongoing conversation. So. You know, sometimes oh. when you start with something Somebody new. Somebody said chat is disabled. Oh, I wonder why the chat is disabled. Huh. Well, you can type into the questions. So if you have a question, type it into the Q&A. It's probably a setting that I have set up on mine. Um, but, you know, as we're going along, you know, let us know about questions that you have, how to use it. And I think probably- Drop them in the group. Too. Yeah, in the group. And that's the whole the whole reason we started this Facebook group was to facilitate conversations. It started with video. Now we're getting to chat GPT, marketing and all those things. So, um, Scott, thank you so much. Um, you know, it's exciting when we get something new like this. It's like a new toy to play with and how can yeah. we use it? But what's even more exciting is when you have a very smart friend like you who can figure out out and say, hey, who gets easily obsessed with really cool <laughs> technologies? Yeah. So Stacy's asking, how long is you have you been using the Chat GPT? Uh, it's been about three months now, and GPT four, I want to say, came out in mid March. So it it's been less than sixty days since four has been available. Yeah, and I started. I started using it probably in February a little bit. And then the chat GBT is around March too. And I can tell you, um, I've used it for a lot of stuff. I mean, I have, I've used it for marketing. We're launching our, um, you know, new home adventure children's book. Oh, yeah. I've been using it for all of that. The translation, I actually put some of the translation because we're translating our book into Spanish as well. Um, I did send it to Danny to verify. So, you know. Actually, I, I have something I wanted to show you real quick while you keep talking. Oh, okay. So, you know, it's, a, it's however long you're using it. So Stacy, just to answer your question, it's only been around since November. So November of 2022, that mm. it honestly has been an open. So, I mean, obviously it's been around before then, but they released it to the public. And I'm uh, super nerdy and I'm in it a lot. So I spent a lot of time. <laughs> so this was really cool. So, you know, our friend Tim Davis, mm -hmm. um, and he has the originator guide magazine and I write articles for his magazine. Yeah. So I was writing an article on chat GPT and I ran titles through chat GPT. And I was like, what are titles for this thing? And so the, the title that it came up with was unleashing the potential of AI in mortgage marketing, chat GPT's revolutionary natural language model. They like the headline so much that it made the, the cover right nice. across the bottom. <laughs> and like, that was a title suggestion. And I, yeah. and I, and I said, here's the article, give me some ideas for a great, for an eye catching. It's a print magazine for an eye catching title. And so, and that was the one that I chose. And I usually mash up and, and, and mix them to, you know, between three options or five options. There's two good ones. Yeah. So, all right. I love it. So that's it. Yeah. And so are there any competitors? No, I mean, it's new. Not, not really. Um, well, Google Bard, but there it's not ready for prime time. And even OpenAI um, is attached. It's not actual Bing. It's a different browser that you have to download. Um, it's okay. It's pretty fun to play with. I don't use Bing and um, it works okay, but it's nowhere. GPT is is trained for dialogue. 
That's why this experience is a really weird and interesting experience because it's trained for dialogue. These other, when it's, when it's plugged into the internet, it's not being trained for dialogue. It's being trained for search. So the results are different, but, but, you know, you kind of talked about reputation management, everybody that's listening. If you go to chat GPT, ask it, who is your name in the mortgage industry and see what it comes back with. Most people it's going to come back with uh, as an AI model. I don't know who this person is, but we only have data to 2021. That means that you don't have information published on an indexable website that Google can find prior to September, 2021. Ginger and I did it and we've been in the content game for a long time. I don't know about you, Ginger, but it described my career way better than I ever could have. Yeah. It blew me away what it knew about me. Yeah. And I rephrased it a couple of different times. I actually put in there too about different organizations I've been involved with. And so um, I didn't I didn't realize that it only had information up until 2021. Yeah. Yeah. So and the next so so let let leads us to the next thing. So the so next month, so each month we're going to take a week we're going to do this. We've been inviting guests on um not our guest next week I'm super excited about Dustin Owen. He has the Loan Officer podcast and uh is going to talk about leadership. And so he's a great leader in our industry so I'm excited to have him on and we've got um some great guests coming in May, but in May we will get back into this conversation with the chat GPT and we're going to talk about relationship management and chat GTP GPT and um, what you need to do. And this is coming. So, I mean, there's going to, this is, this is honestly just the beginning of whatever is to come, which is coming down the road. So getting ahead of that curve now is so important. So you guys are all early adopters on this call. (laughs) There you go. At least we're early on something. I've always wanted to be early on something. So there you we'll go. About that. Maybe we'll get a worm. Maybe we'll get a worm. You never know. Scott, thank you so much. For those of, of you who have joined us, thank you. And uh, we will see you all next week. Bye.